And welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. Uh, except for the person whose job it was to print New Japan Pro Wrestling Tamashi shirts. Because I only saw three New Japan Pro Wrestling Tamashi shirts. One was worn by Bad Luck Fale at the meet and greet. The other two were worn by referees on the show. Uh, at no point did I see New Japan Pro Wrestling Tamashi tees for sale. So yay. Uh, thanks. Uh, anyway, my name's Luke. I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast. And with me for... I think the second time ever is my lovely wife, Charity. Say hello, Charity. Hello, Charity. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's hitting their marks. Uh, nice. I've heard <clears throat> the show as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, with us is the biggest fan of our Never Realm episodes, my mm-hmm, wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, yay, you guys don't talk about wrestling on these episodes. I'm like, it's a wrestling <laughs> podcast. Like... Yeah, but I don't want to hear that. So, yeah, that's all right. That's never, fine. Yeah, that's... never around for life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Never around for life, Mr. Andy. So, yes, we're going to talk about some New Japan Tamashi. I've got the card here, so all that kind of stuff. We didn't take any notes because it's kind of hard to be at a venue and take notes. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to talk about like what we thought of the night and matches and all that kind of stuff. I know you guys want to hear from Charity, but uh, I'm going to be selfish first uh, because uh, I went to the meet and greet mm-hmm. before the show. Uh, Charity did not come with me. She's yeah. like, I'm happy to see the wrestling bit. I didn't realize people wanted to hear from me so much. I would have gone if I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear from me. <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, I went uh, while Charity was safely nestled at a mm-hmm. bar yeah, to have right. a beer or two mm-hmm. and uh i got to i got in the into the meet and greet area and uh bad luck Farley's like to my immediate right by himself well he's with the the guy he tagged with tonight uh i'll get his name right now because i'm professional no Ugg's in the main event it's jack bonza oh yeah got me up. And uh, everyone's at the line for Hinare, Fletcher and Robbie Eagles. So I was like, I saw him by himself first. Mm. And uh, so I was like, oh, how's it going, Fale? You know, he's he's pretty chill. He's a chill dude. He's like, hey, hey bro, how's it going? Like, really chill, really nice guy. I was like, hey, can I get a photo? I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So he's really nice. He's got a, he had a thing up. I didn't see anyone take him up on this, but he has this thing called the Chop Shop. You pay him 50 bucks and he'll chop you. Uh, I might have given him 20 bucks for a chop, but I don't think I was willing to haggle the prices of being chopped with Farley. You would have let him chop you for 20 bucks? No. I'm saying that in hindsight. I would not have let him chop me for any amount of money. (laughs) Thanks for calling my bluff on the podcast, Charity. I'd be like, like, he'd have to pay you, right? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That, that's definitely it. So uh, I, I said to him, I don't want any chops, but I'd watch somebody else get chopped. And he goes, oh, you, you feel free to buy somebody else's chop if you want. And I said, well, well my wife's in the bar. Maybe I'll buy her a chop. <laughs> so uh, no chops were had. But uh, I did get to shake his hand and uh, get a photo. It was really nice. And uh, You told me you went along with that, though. He, <clears throat> he was quite happy to give your wife a chop. Yeah. And I said, uh, I'll give him, I'll give her a few chops. And I was like, I'm not sure what my wife would dislike more, the being chopped repeatedly or the uh, damage to our bank account. So <laughs> I'll let it go at that. Uh, then uh, 
got to reconnect with Mr. Robbie, Mr. Robbie Eagles. Uh, mm. Absolutely delightful to meet him again, especially so soon after recording an interview with him. Uh, yeah. He had his choice of stickers, I, I do believe, everybody. Uh, I, I said he can have the matte-looking one or one of the shiny-looking ones there. I uh, know this is riveting podcasting, but uh, he took the shiny one. That's important. <laughs> Take <laughs> note. And it's Take important note. for everyone to know, he, Robbie Eagles, uh, <laughs> he wanted the shiny one, which he's going to put on his bag. So it's really nice to meet him. And then uh, <clears throat> Kyle Fletcher... I didn't realize this until I met him. Like, you see people in wrestling, and you're like, oh, they're all larger than life. Like, like I feel like John Moxley is this larger-than-life, really grizzled veteran wrestler character. And then I think to myself, wait a minute. He's younger than I am. <laughs> so it wasn't until, like, I met Kyle Fletcher in person, and I was like, holy shit. This lad is really tall, because I was looking up at him. You can... And... Really young. Holy crap. Really yeah. young. So, uh, really nice too. So, uh, the funny thing is, when I got my photo with uh, Kyle Fletcher, rather than uh, both of us still in the crowns, I'll show Charity what the crown is so she knows what I'm talking about. That's what the Empire oh, okay. does. Diamond shape. Yeah. Finger Di- no, diamond in the middle, but you like your hands mm. up like crowns. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fingers are the Okay. Yeah, yeah, the fingers make the crowns. See, that's how much charity cares about uh, <laughs> sticking, yep. Yep. Uh, staying up to date. So <laughs> while we're doing the photo, he's like, wait a minute. I'm like, what? We can join crowns. So he has his, his, his one hand, he puts up like this, mm-hmm. like doing half the crown. And then I put my other hand next to his, doing the other half of the crown. We take the photo. He turns to Hanare after the photo, Aaron Hanare after the photo, and he's like, "Hey, I've just found, I just discovered something amazing." Hanare's like, "What?" He goes, "Look, see, we just connected crowns like that and took the photo." And, he's, and Hanare looks at him and he's just like, "I just done that with this lady here." <laughs> and the tone that Hanare had when he said that wasn't just, "I just did that with the lady right here." Yeah. It was also the tone of. Dude, I've been doing that for fucking ages. What are you talking about? So why didn't you even uh, tell him? Yeah. Why is it? <laughs> Should we part of the training? <laughs> See, Hanare joined the Empire before Kyle Fletcher, so Hanare could have been like, "Hey, here's what you can do with fans: connect uh, crowns, baby." Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hanare. And then, uh, then I. <laughs> and then I got a, uh, I had an interaction with Hanare. Hanare is really nice, really nice dude, kind of chill as well. But he's just like, oh, the Never Open pod, because I'm wearing the I'm wearing the Never Open t-shirt. Mm. And he's like, oh, I've heard you guys, like you guys, uh, you guys have made some jokes about me before, but that's all right. It, it keeps me going. I'm like, we've made jokes about you. No, 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 no. That's all the co-hosts. That's all Mr. Andy. Mr. Andy is the one that's been making fun of you, Hanare, not me. Not me. Just so. like, um, <laughs> this is unprepared. What does Mr. Andy say? Oh, no, I'm just throwing him under the bus. We're both oh, okay. Mate. But uh, <laughs> most of it generally stems from Chris Charlton, who said, uh, okay. Aaron Hanare has so many ways with which he can beat opponents. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, which way he beat his opponent tonight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to that. But mm. that was the meet and greet. It, 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 I'm sorry, Charity, you'll get to talk in a minute. you want to ask me a question? 
No, I've been jumping in whenever I want. All right, cool. I'm sorry, but uh, it is a lot of me at the start, everyone. I'm, I'm really sorry. See, Charity, if you would have come with the meet and greet, you could have, yeah. It's your podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so uh, it was about a nice, quick 30 minutes, really cool interactions with some wrestlers, and then uh, met Charity back at the bar, and mm. then it was quickly time to go into New Japan uh, Tomashi. So I was thinking like, oh, well, it probably starts at like 8.30. Uh, and then the wrestling started. I was like, man, they're starting early, Charity. She's like, no, idiot. I didn't say idiot. Uh, I, I thought that fair. in my head. Yeah. Your tone said idiot. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're at the Croxton. It was in Melbourne on High Street mm-hmm. in Thornbury, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Cause, uh, it's a nice place. Yeah, uh, really um, casual vibe, but felt also impressive. Yeah, hmm. so anyone who played paid for the seating, uh, they paid more than we did. Uh, we paid for the standing room, and yeah. we had an awesome vantage point in both areas that we decided we were in one area for the first half, and then after the intermission, we moved over to to one side for one reason in particular, and uh, I'll not go into that uh, very soon. But uh, hmm. nice, cozy little setup, about th- five or six rows of chairs. Lots yep. of people, two bars on either side. Yep. Uh, a merch stand that was severely <laughs> lacking like merch. Like I'm saying, yep, unless people don't believe you. Yeah, I'm yeah. Backing it up. Yeah. Yeah, he's telling the truth. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> so when I met Hanare, I saw the uh, like a plain United Empire shirt, and I was like, dude, I'd love to grab one of those off you. And he's like, oh, I've only got mediums or smalls, and I'm like, oh, I want a large. Mm-hmm. Well, the lady before you just bought a large, maybe she'll swap swap for a medium because. Uh, she was not large. A medium easily would have fit this woman. She was like, no, I want my large. And Aris and Aris like, oh, I'm sorry, man. So I didn't get any T-shirts or anything like that. But that's okay. I've got a photo. It's all good. It's yeah, all right. you got a photo of the woman and we'll follow her later. That's right. And get that large T-shirt off her. I fucking whooped her ass for that shirt. <laughs> 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 fucking poison runner on the street. Welcome to Thornbury, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't I don't know if this one's being filmed or not. I assume it's being filmed because mm. the other two Tamashi shows were, but we didn't see any cameras roaming around, video no, cameras. I don't think so. Or anything like that, but it was a really cool setup. Uh, what, the referee for, the f- for most of the first half of the show is a ref that we know from Gippsland Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. His, he looks like a peanut. He's a small man. Peanut. Looks like a little tiny little peanut man. He looks like he's Hans Molman, but if he was in his twenties and a referee for wrestling. He's just Australian chumpy. Oh, dude, yes. Thank you, Charity. The guy was Aussie chumpy for sure. Like he's yeah. so short and all that that you're just like, how's this guy supposed to do anything to keep the peace in this ring other than? Call the submission or the three. There's just no way. It's an endearing title, though. I think we like him. Yeah. Chumpy is definitely a term of endearment mm. in the, 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 the Never Open family. So, all right. Let's get into it. We're watching the first match. And the first two guys to come out are Nikolai, Anton Bell, and Shep Alexander. They're two New Zealand young lions. Mm-hmm. And we first saw them walking out of our motel as we were walking out. So we didn't really interact with them or anything. They were way ahead of us, but I was like, oh, they're wearing the tracksuits and stuff. Wow, they're in our motel. Cool. 
So they're the first to come out and... <gasps> they could be listening right now. They could be right now. They could be in the next room thinking, I wish these two would shut the fuck up because we're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. But uh, either that or they're out partying tonight in Melbourne. So uh, that, that might be a thing. It is midnight. But uh, it's those two gentlemen, Nikolai Bell and Shep Alexander versus a man named Jake Anderwerther, Andre Werther or something like that. Sorry, Jake. And Gore. Now, Gore is an Aussie wrestler I've seen wrestle before. Uh, I, he, I saw him wrestle a few times with a guy named Crackerjack, who's an Aussie stable. Mm. He is a big man. He wears a mask. He has a... He, it says Snuff Daddy on his butt. So I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. that's a slogan, I guess. He's going for a very horror movie kind of theme, I guess. He's a big man. He's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know his name was Gore. I thought it was Snuff Daddy. Yeah, see... I guess you missed the uh, intros, but uh, yeah. I well, wasn't listening. It's a good point. Yeah. We, we did refer to him as Snuff Daddy throughout the rest of the night. In fact, when we moved to the other side of the uh, venue for the second half of the show, uh, mm. Snuff Daddy was chilling out by the bar without yeah. his mask on. Yeah, yeah. And Charity's like, uh, how do you know it's him? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did walk past him and think, whoa, he looks like he could be a wrestler. Yeah, and I'm like, it is. That's Snuff Daddy. (laughs) How do you know? Uh, He has tattoos on his arms, and they're very much the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time I noticed Ricochet was Prince Puma. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way you tell because the the charisma is totally different. I was very impressed by Gore. A.K. Snuff Daddy, and yeah, I know when we walked past him, you said, "Do you want to get a photo or something?" And I was like, "Nah, no. too shy." <laughs> so if Charity, Charity, Charity doesn't want to get a photo with them, where is it a meet and greet? Nah, you go meet him, Luke. You go meet him. <laughs> and they're ch- chilling by the bar. She's like, "No, no, <laughs> I'm here with you. No, that's all good." So. It's a pretty cool opener. Of course, Gore and Jake and all other win because the other two gentlemen are young lions. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice little opener, and it, and it started things really nicely. And our second match, we had... Dude, I really like this dude. It, his name is Richard... Uh, it's M-U-L-U, so it's Mulu. I'm going to go Mulu. I'm going to call him Richard. It's Richard versus Jim Rays, and uh, Richard Mulu is a big Islander-looking gentleman with a beard, who looks like he could fuck you up. So yep. don't argue with the man. Just do what he wants. Uh, the other guy is was, to counterpoint him, a kind of like normal-looking wrestler type, pretty boy type, and he was playing up the fact that like, oh, no, you should be cheering me. This guy's just like some kind of loser or whatever. But, you know, he's playing it up to the crowd. Yep. So when the big dude, Richard Mooley, fucks him up, the crowd's just going to go nuts. And that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, and they did a good job. There was a lot of charisma there from everyone, not yep. much. And um, calling to the crowd, and um, it was really good. Yeah, every time uh, Richard just uh, body slams, some mile drops, all this kind of stuff on Jim Ray's, you're just like, oh, hell yeah, give me some of that. Of course, Richard wins. He fucking takes that Jim Ray's, no problem. Mm-hmm. And our third match of the night, and I was surprised it was this early, but uh, I guess it comes around towards near the end we've got bad luck valet and jack bonza versus andrew villalobos and michael richards this is a cool match i really like it uh this is my first time seeing 
three of the four men here, but look, Jack Bonzer was pretty cool. He kind of started the match off. This is pretty much a standard tag match where I can't tell the two other guys apart because I don't have photos or anything like that. I can just go by the card I'm seeing at New Japan very soon. Well, so, uh, look, it was pretty much Jack Bonzer cutting them off and then Farley coming to help out and stuff. But when Farley came in, man, he's really great in person. Like, he's chill when you go meet him, but in the ring, really cool big man stuff. I've said it on the podcast heaps of times. Like, Bad Luck Farley is just really fun to watch wrestle and do his thing. Mm. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like everyone around him is kind of working around, chop him down, get him down on his legs, all that kind of stuff. Or he's in there being the fucking muscle for Jack Bonza as... I feel like Farley, everyone knows what Farley can do. So I feel like Farley took a, a step back in this match and let Jack Bonza do the most of it because who the fuck is Jack Bonza? You know, no offence to Jack Bonza. Most people won't know who Jack Bonza is. I met him at the meeting group, by the way. He was sitting right next to Farley. I shook his hand. I was like, it's really nice to meet you. But, you know... Kind of there to meet Farley, no offense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're there too. Yeah, so Jack Bonzo yeah. pins one of the other guys. It's a really cool match. I'm just over the moon that I got to see Bad Luck Farley. I've seen Bad Luck Farley. We've both seen him wrestle live, but this was a much smaller venue than Festival Hall. And everything, just it didn't matter really where you were. You were pretty close to the action. It's a, it's a small ring too, so it's not like the normal size New Japan ring, uh, but it did have the turnbuckle pads on rather than the, you know, just the little pads on the individual corners. Yep. <clears throat> and next, we have Jake Taylor and Jordan Allen Wright versus, uh, see, it says T-O-M-E Philip. I don't know if it's Tomy or Tome. I'm gonna go Tone Phillip and Stevie Phillip. They were the two twins with the long hair. Oh, they were they were actually twins. Well, I'm gonna assume they're twins. They look very much the same like surname. So yeah, yeah, they were the natural classics. Right. That, the tag team that we mm-hmm. saw. And I thought they were pretty good. They're pretty good heel team because they worked heel that whole time. Yeah. Is this the one where um, one had the pants and one had the shorts? Yeah, that's right. the team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the 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 people next to us yelling at them were pretty funny. Yeah. They were really good, actually, hecklers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those some... feeling, um, your pants make no sense, um, all sorts of stuff, yeah. Yeah, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, you had to be there. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't translate. But uh, <laughs> one's, in, one's, in short, one's in trunks, one's in pants. Uh, it's a really cool match. I don't really remember who won. Oh, no, the Twins totally won, of mm, course. Okay. They pinned Jake Taylor and Jordan Allen Wright, who I think were from the Farley Dojo. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff too. A lot of these guys are from the Farley Dojo in New Zealand and Australia as well. So that's pretty cool. And then we've got uh, Liarbird Lucci versus Mitch Waterman. Now, Liarbird Lucci, he comes out looking like some Jack Sparrow pirate motherfucker. He's got like <laughs> he's got like the same kind of pants. He's got the boots with the pants tucked in under them like that. And he's shirtless, but he's got like the black hair and he's kind of got like that beard that Jack Sparrow has. So, of course... Me and a whole bunch of other people in the crowd were yelling, "Arg, arg!" I mean, I hotel room's all a bit too loud. I did. I don't. I didn't hear anyone do it till you did it. Well, all right, fine. I set a trend, but uh, I couldn't help myself <laughs> at one per one point. Rather than just call boo or something like that, I just yelled, "Arg!" Everything's got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, 
that's a really cool match. At least it was till the finish. It was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Mitch Waterman uh, is a wrestler that Charity and I have seen wrestle many yeah. times in Gippsland Pro Wrestling, uh, which is one town over from where we live. So it was really cool seeing Mitch Waterman there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen Liabed Lucci before, I don't think you had either, but uh, it, oh, was, it was oh, cool. Is this okay to say... I, you can cut it out if it's not. I yes, Andy, like, you um, can cut it the, out if you don't like Liabed Lucci, the... The guy who was a, a pirate. I felt like when he first came out, right, people were like, oh, I don't know whether to cheer for you or not. They were like, I don't know who you are. And someone actually yelled out, I don't know who you are. And then when Mitch came out, everyone was like, yeah, we're cheering for this guy. And then after they were cheering for Mitch, they were booing. The other guy. The other guy. And it was like everyone had to choose a side. So until they'd chosen a side, they didn't know what to make of the guy that came out that they didn't know. All right, so that, yeah, I understand it. Like, I I didn't know who Liabed Lucci was either, but and it was I great. Knew... But it was like it's like a, people want to be are oh, you a heel or you're a face? Yeah, and they're like until they've chosen a side, they're gonna be like, yeah, I think yeah. And you're not a hundred percent sure yet which way it's gonna go until yeah. the bell rings. Because you you don't know who's coming out next, or you do, but. Well, I didn't because I didn't read the card, but I guess most people do. <laughs> I, I kind of I kind of seen. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling with Tweeties about the card. Uh, I'm not doing Tweety and professionalism this time. You know how to Tweety me and email and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, no one, oh, we don't know who the fuck you are. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that guy who's yelled that out going, just wait for the bell to ring. You'll find out who he is in like fucking five seconds. Yeah. And, and when, once it was all settled, people were, like, really clearly booing and cheering on one side or the other. Yeah. So I'm digging this match. Look, I'm going to say it out front. I haven't watched the other two Tamashi shows, so I don't know if there's any, like, building storylines and stuff. There uh-huh. must be because, like, there's some of that that happens this on this show. The first taste we get of that is, to, is this match right here because it ends with a DQ because Liabird Lucci is, like, He's hanging around on the outside, mm. and he's being pulled in by his hair or whatever, back into the ring by Mitch Waterman. And Lucci's just like, I'm going to hit him with a chair. <laughs> DQ. And I was like, uh, crowd boos, of course. Mm-hmm. I boo, of course. Because, I don't know, I was really looking forward to seeing, uh, I don't know if he's from our area charity, Mitch Waterman, but he wrestles in Gifts and Pro Wrestling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hometown boy, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I wanted to see him walk lie birds ass and say a finish but alas we did not get that we got a dq and then the next match we got uh after actually i think it was after was it after lie bird lucci and which mortem that we had the break or was it after that tag match don't worry it doesn't matter i think it was that i think it was a break yeah yeah we get a break around here and then uh after the intermission we have uh our sixth match on the card. The last three matches are the second half of the show. So the first mm-hmm. half is like five matches. Second half is like three, but they're all long. They're all nice, long, fun matches. Next, we have uh, Slex versus Aaron Solo. And uh, uh, I guess Andy might get a kick out of this because it's a bit of an ongoing, ongoing gag. Uh, Charity. I was about to call you Mr. Charity. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, that's weird, <laughs> it's very weird. Especially on our anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> it's actually past midnight, so that's a counting. Oh, okay. Fair All right. Yeah. 
But Aaron Solo and Slex were both at the, the signing, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my way around to Slex and Aaron Solo after I've met Kyle Fletcher and Hanare. Mm-hmm. And by the time I'd finished uh, meeting them, Slex had, had already gone. He'd already gone to prepare for wrestling, I guess. Yeah. Which was... Well, uh, you thought he was on early, but he wasn't yeah, on He was early, not so. on early. No, he was not. Uh, and then uh, Aaron Solo was there for the whole thing, but I left and didn't meet him. So there you go, Andy. <laughs> I still I still blank on Aaron Solo. I can't I can't help it. I like him. He was good in the ring. His match with Slex tonight was it was fucking great. Uh Aaron Solo played heel, of course, because Slex is Australian and yeah. Aaron Solo is not, and mm-hmm. it's an Australian show. So Slex was definitely the hometown hero. And Aaron Solo and him had a fucking great match. You know, they uh, really set the tone for the second half of the show. It was a bit of a surprise finish, too. Who won this match? Uh, you don't remember. But... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who was at the Tabashi show, but I'm pretty sure Aaron Solo pinned Slex. All I know is there was uh, at the first uh, a couple of matches you said you knew how they'd go and they did. And yeah. then after that you told me how things would go and they didn't always go how you went, how you thought they'd go. Yeah, this is one of them because Slex, big Aussie hometown hero, yep. you think like, oh, well, he's obviously going to win here. Yeah, he doesn't. I also love that. Like, I love that I can say stuff and I'm like, yeah, it comes true. But also like that I reckon this is going to happen. And wrestling's like, I'm going to throw this motherfucker a curveball. And they do. I had a few wonderful curveballs tonight. I don't know. It was good. Some of the some of the finishes made me think like, wow, I didn't expect that finish. Is this actually going to be on New Japan World or, or what? Like, like what's going on? Mm. But maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But uh, look. The main event I really liked, it's Aaron Hanari versus Caveman Ugg. It's a g- really good 20-minute, hard-hitting, two big men beating the shit out of each other match. But the semi-main event, the, the, the penultimate match of the night. Mm. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. I ain't going to do this justice because I'm there live. I can't write notes or anything like that. But it's Mr. Kyle Fletcher versus Mr. Robbie Eagles. They wrestle for about 20, 25 minutes. Yep. It's the longest match on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of crowd. <clears throat> I think that one had the most crowd calling out, this is awesome, and whatever else the crowd says. Yeah. It was just, this match was just uh, worth the price of admission, pretty much. <laughs> this match and, the, and, and a bit of the one after it had um, people flying into the... Um, barriers and I can tell you the barriers were not they weren't far from the ring and then not much gap between the people sitting there it's like yeah. every time you fly into the barriers you are definitely hitting the people right oh yeah small ring small venue <laughs> and I was saying to charity that's why you don't sit in front at a new Japan show you motherfuckers will dive into you yeah I mean yes sure it's kind of cool but uh you know ouch <laughs> <laughs> Because there's one time where uh, Robbie Eagles does a dive mm. through the ropes onto Kyle Fletcher, but he kind of bounces off Kyle Fletcher and way o- and over the yeah, railing over, like, and into the crowd. I think I was 
him standing up on the chairs there. Like, who's, yeah. Whose chair is he standing on? <laughs> this match is nuts. Like, you see the size difference between the men. It's not that crazy, but, mm. like, seeing Robbie Eagles do a poison runner, that's the reverse runner from the back. Yeah. Yeah. Onto Kyle Fletcher, absolutely insane. These two guys, like, Robbie, huh, of course he's going to give us all some awesome fuck-your-leg action. C- tries to run Miller a couple times, and it's... Uh, that's his submission move. It doesn't quite work. Did hit, see him hit a gnarly turbo backpack. So I got to see so much of uh, awesome Robbie Eagle shtick. He and Kyle were just... Man, they stole this show. They stole the night. It was fucking amazing. And <clears throat> Empire crowns up, baby. Empire's on the rise because Kyle Fletcher... Can't remember what it was, but it was like a second kind of power bombish kind of thing that he did to Robbie Eagles, and he pinned him one, two, three, and oh. as yeah. I know Robbie, Robbie's lost, but that's one we weren't expecting. No, absolutely, because the crowd was so for Robbie. Oh hell yeah! Oh, Robbie, 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 yeah. Robbie. Yeah. And, and we were we were shouting for Robbie, oh, even hell. though you wanted to buy an Empire T-shirt, we were shouting for Robbie. Yeah, well, I got a Robbie t-shirt, and uh, I was just like, well, Ray and Fletcher there, maybe I'll get an Empire one, but uh, uh, alas, the fucking bitch before me bought the last large, <laughs> so fuck that woman for life. If you're listening to this podcast, lady, oh, well, yeah, fuck you for you taking live. that t- shirt, we're yeah. following, oh, fuck, <laughs> we're stalking you right now, we're not at the motel, yeah. right outside your place doing a podcast, give me that shirt, <laughs> ah! I guess creepy. We don't know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, just to clarify, my wife doesn't know where you live. No, oh. I'm joking. That's even more creepy. Let's move yeah, on. You were gone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Meet and greet took five minutes. <laughs> and then for our main event, it is Aaron Hanare versus a caveman Ugg. Mm. So I'm watching this match the whole time thinking. Oh, well, Hanare's winning this, right? And mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is two big, beefy men. The chops are like shotgun blasts. They just fucking beat the shit out of each other. It's great. And I'm lulled into a false sense of security because I'm expecting a rampage or Streets of Raid, whatever one of Hanare's finishes. But uh, instead, Farley comes out. Yeah. Not only does Farley come out, but uh, Jack Sparrow comes out and Jack Bonzer as well. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Uh, pirate man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as, I, as soon as I saw Farley, actually, I was just like, oh, shit, Hanare's losing this match, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, Caveman Ugg pins Aaron Hanare and then... <laughs> but, 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 like, Hanare was totally winning until then. Oh, yeah. He was whooping ass. He was... Well, he was you at least think he's going to win. Hanareing yeah. out... Look, not only was he on the verge of winning, part of his brain was trying to work out mathematically, or not mathematically, like his brain was like, all right, I'm Aaron Hanare. I have so many ways to beat my opponent. Which one am I choosing? And then Farley comes out, bit of a distraction. Caveman Ugg wins, which is a bit another surprise, mm-hmm. which I didn't expect. I, uh, I was going to say Hanare came out with the Aboriginal flag. Which, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. dear listeners from other countries who don't, don't know that, our Aussie flag is kind of boring. It has the Union Jack on it, which is pretty much the English flag. Great. Got part of someone else's flag on our flag. And the Southern Cross. But the Aboriginal flag is 
uh, black and white with the mm. sun in the middle, or a yellow circle in the middle he's, representing um, the sun. He's from New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's just, just like us. Representing indigenous people. Indigenous yeah. People. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I like that too. Yeah. So, Hanari loses. Uh, Farley's like, oi, I'm recruiting for the fucking rogue army that I've got going on here. Mm-hmm. Pirate man's in it. Jack Bonds is in it. I've got a pirate. I've got a dude with a giant wet red beard. Uh, now I want a caveman. And Caveman Ugg joins him. Mm-hmm. And there you go. You've got uh, Caveman Ugg has joined the rogue army. <laughs> I have no idea what this has uh, in store for Tamashi, but uh, we'll figure it out. And yeah, I guess uh, uh, there's little bits and bobs here and there. Uh, halfway between the show, we're on one side of the... Ah, oh, all right. So early on in the show, we're on the kind of left-hand side. And I look over to the right near the other bar. And I'm like, that's fucking Gino. <laughs> If we get a chance, we should make our way over there and introduce ourselves. Because uh, I've spoken to Gino on a podcast, but I've never met him. So uh, <clears throat> we, the second half of the show, we made sure we were over that side of the bar. That's where we met, uh, well, not met, but saw Mr. Gore, uh, Mr. Snuff Daddy, mm-hmm. uh, just hanging out by the bar and stuff. But no, no more Gino. But Gino looked like he had his fucking serious face on. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, this... These Tamashi shows were a lot easier to run than uh, <laughs> the two festival hall shows that he had a big hand in, uh, in, yeah. in doing. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And there was one point, like, it was in intermission or the wrestling hadn't quite started. Or intermission just started or we just gotten onto our spot on the right-hand side. And I'm like, I see a dude with glasses and a hat. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this guy's face. It's usually on the Tweety, but so I had to click on his Tweety and then saw more photos. I'm like, does that look like him? Yeah, it is. And it was one of the boys from uh, from We Work Stiff. So I got to meet Josh and I'm pretty sure the other guy's name is Dave. Mm. They will correct me if we I'm wrong. Edit this out, edit this out and yeah. just yeah. go, and Andy can just say, yeah. Dave, over the top of it. It's fine. Or Mr. Black. <laughs> John Black. Yeah, Mr. Black. Uh, but I uh, got to meet them. Didn't really chat too much because I think we're all in watching wrestling mode and all that kind of stuff. But got mm. to shake their hands and say hello and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was it was weird. Uh, like I had the Mr. Peanut Butter Bojack thing f- just like jump into my mind as I shook their hand thinking to my- I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking to myself, what is this, a crossover episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. The charity gave that the laugh it deserved, which was very. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. That happened. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was our night at uh, NJ Tamashi. I know it's mostly me talking, but so charity's probably really happy about that. But uh, anything you want to add? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm on the spot now. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, yeah, it was like, um, shit. Now I'm freaking out. Oh my God, people are listening. Yeah. See, this is, this is how I got with uh, Robbie. You won't tell because of a couple strategically amazingly well done edits done by Mr. Uh, Andy. Am I going to get edited like this? Yeah, yeah, probably. But, uh, it happened to be both with Gino and with Robbie. I was just like, 
uh, <laughs> at very at least once or twice in both their interviews, uh, because like, well, I'm talking to Gino and uh, yeah. and uh, uh, Robbie, and I'm like, uh... I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, after editing, I hope this works. Um, I I felt that there was like a a lot of people saying things that you hear at um, you know the local wrestling. Mm-hmm. And just a, there was a whole local wrestling vibe, but it also felt um, more professionally put on being in New Japan. So you had that New Japan feel as well. But also, <laughs> on top of that, there was the, a really relaxed feeling. And yeah. not that I get from the local wrestling. It was just this kind of venue that felt kind of almost loungy definitely had a loungy kind of vibe and and i haven't really felt that in any other wrestling i've been to local or you know well they've all been local-ish but some have been more new japan or something anyway it was more loungy vibe than i felt anywhere and, and I, that was nice yeah it was nice i have to admit like for a show that announced itself from start to finish it wasn't a huge like downturn, was there? So like, I feel like we found out about it this in January, like mm. January, early January or late December. Oh, New Japan's coming down, and then the tickets went out until late January. And then we didn't know the card until almost February ish. You know all this kind of stuff, but it all came together and into just yeah. I feel like that added to the show. This really killer lounge vibe. Yeah. You want to hang out over on this side and watch it from this angle? You can. Yeah. Yep. Second half, we want to go over this angle. Yeah, you can too. You can do that. It's fine. Mm. You know, there was some fun hecklers. Uh, the action was great. After the mat, after the wrestling, we did spend maybe about five or ten minutes just dagging around, just hanging out, and just to see if uh, fucking Gino would show his face. He did yeah. not. Yeah. But a uh, Mr. Robbie Eagle still in his gear came out and... Uh, uh, I got to shake his hand again. I said, man, that was fucking amazing. He goes, was that worth the price of admission? I was like, fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Dude. Like, Kyle Fletcher and Robbie Eagles just absolutely smashed it. Uh, I feel I feel like that was the most up close I've ever seen to a Poison Rana. And I like Poison Ranas. I love them. Not as much as suplexes, but after suplexes, Poison Ranas really kind of hit my sweet spot. So... Fuck, that was great. The, just Robbie and Fletcher, just. Mm. Mm. They're really nice guys. Mm. Like um, when you say goodbye to Robbie on the way out, you say goodbye to me as well as if he'd already talked to me and, and it was like he was remembering me from that time you saw me like months ago. I'm like. Years ago. I don't know if he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, years ago. I'm like, good enough. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a nice guy. And uh, and you saw Kyle Fletcher getting a beer, and you're like, oh, look at him getting a beer. Like, oh my god, like he's a normal person. Yeah, <laughs> he is a normal person, but he's a normal person at the bar getting beer in his wrestling gear. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of still larger than life, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's just a really fun show. And, uh, man, I've got a lot of wrestling to catch up on on the weekend. But, yeah, mm. what do you think of tonight, of New Japan Tamashi? 
It was really good. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. This was fun. In fact, uh, we we get back to the motel room and we've had a few drinks and I'm fading and I'm like, man, I don't think I can do this. So Charity goes to the vending machine, gets chips, comes back in the room like, I've got my second rid, let's go. <laughs> and then here yeah, we are. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. It's not a very in-depth, detailed look. On the on the on the on the matches or anything like that, because yeah, I can't really take notes. But man, it was just a really fun live wrestling show. And Charity's looking at me, going, "Man, he's meandering at the end." Oh no! Uh, uh, That's what Andy does. He's, man, is he meandering a lot? Come on, man! I've got to piss. I've got to edit this. Hurry up! No, it's good. <laughs> I I got that. You got to edit this out, though. I want to say something. I've got to edit it out. What do you have to say? I said things at the, about the second match. I thought we were still talking about the first match. Oh, no one cares about that. That's oh, all right. okay. That's I, right. I, I, it was bothering me for a while. Well, Charity, I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> Put it this way. You're, you're worried about getting matches mixed up. I, I said know, to Gino, what was it like there. calling Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega? <laughs> And that. he was just I like, that. I wasn't there for that match. That. Uh, that was uh, Don Callis, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but he covered for me pretty well, but uh, I still noticed it. And I, noticed I felt it. it. No, I, too, I noticed it. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened down. I was like, oh, shh. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> Professionalism is my job, oh, okay, everybody. Yeah. So sorry, everyone. I was talking about the first match still when we were talking about the second one. Now, now, now everyone in podcast <laughs> land knows that we're both professionals. It's my job. all right everyone thank you for listening to uh us talk about uh new japan tamashi in melbourne at the croxton (laughs) and uh in okay i didn't have anything did he book this who booked this i have no idea uh i don't know i don't think you was involved he looked busy yeah he was busy but i didn't meet him so he's not getting the sign off uh in you know what fuck it in mr robbie eagles we yeah, trust. Robbie. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie.